It's time for another episode of The Money Mitch Effect. Mitch Michaels joined by Chris Miller, friend of the show, back again for some football talk here on this sports podcast. A lot to dive into. Chris, welcome back to the show. First time this year. Football season is kind of heating up. We're, get, we're starting to see some trends three weeks in, but thanks for coming back to the podcast. Respectable team with talent, but they still have some roster inefficiencies, and that's how close the NFL is. They could have beat the Steelers with a tighter game, but they didn't, and, you know, here we are one and two looking, you know, more negative then. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what, what baffles me is obviously Josh McDaniels, we know as an offensive coordinator, is an offensive genius. Let's say, I mean, granted, he had Tom Brady, so it's yeah. I, you have to put like kind of an asterisk there. But he, all told, he's a pretty pretty smart offensive mind, right? They put up ten against the Bills, who have a decent defense. They put up how much? Like next to the sixteen against Denver, who were able to seventeen, excuse me, against Denver, who who were just you know again had seventy dropped on them. So clearly, right. their defense is struggling. <laughs> And honestly, I would consider 18 semi-respectable against that Steelers defense, but, you know, they should be, you know, this offense should be humming a lot better. And, you know, I think part of it is, is you know, Josh Jacobs really hasn't gotten off yet. Um, he's still not looking like, you know, Josh Jacobs of last season, yeah. for sure. Uh, Devontae Adams is just, he, he's clearly, you know, uh, just in midseason form already in week three. I mean, he's just amazing, but he needs help. And, I don't know, and you know, that's the thing. I don't know if he's going to be there. You know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. He doesn't seem like he's going to want to stick around with how trades are active now. I don't know that it would be a bad idea if the Raiders are like, you know, one in five, two in six, and then can make a deal yeah. to set up the future. It's a tough position to be in, but sometimes those are the smart trades. I just think that with yep, the AFC, yep. too, it's, it's a loaded conference. I mean, we can, I think, both yeah. agree, not with not even our bias showing, but the depth of the AFC dwarfs the NFC, at least right now. Um, so we'll see. I mean, there's seven playoff teams. I, I think we we should start. I mean, I mean, we started with the Raiders, and we'll get to my team in a second. But, Chris, through three games, I mean, maybe the Niners out west, but definitely in the, NFC, in the AFC, the Dolphins have been the best team in the NFL. I mean, what they've done offensively, they have put it all together. 70 on the Broncos. I know the Broncos, you know, have a lot going wrong, but the Dolphins could have scored more. They're built so mm-hmm. fast. It's insane how many pieces they have. They did all that without Jalen Waddell, and uh, here they go under Mike McDaniel. If two remains healthy and this offense keeps buzzing, I mean, they've just got so many guys that can outrun you. Yeah, they kind of remind me of that, you know, old-school Phoenix Suns, you know, Mike D'Antoni Seven team. Seven seconds like the, or less. Yeah, I mean, they they just have the ability with, with these weapons to, I mean, they can put up points so quick. I mean, Akaney I mean, was in college at Texas A&M. He had a good career, but, like, you wouldn't have thought going in with Gibbs and Detroit and some of the other, and obviously Bijan Robinson in Atlanta, you know, and look at his game on Sunday. It was the best game a rookie had had, and, you know, he's another guy yeah. who's fast as lightning and just fits in so well. Yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Caney, great game. Two hundred three yards on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Two TDs. Uh-huh. You know, you got Tyreek Hill, one hundred and fifty-seven yards on nine receptions and a touchdown. Robbie Chosen, sixty-eight yards. Granted, that was on one long pass, but I mean, they can they they can do it from any part of their offense. Yeah. They can run the ball great. They can pass the ball great. And honestly, this all goes back to Sean Payton 
uh, in part giving them that bulletin material saying like Tua was going to get benched before the end of the season. And I think that they definitely went in this game with a huge chip on their shoulder. Uh, I even saw a TikTok video. I think it was actually posted by the Broncos or a Broncos fan that said it was a wide shot of Hard Rock Stadium. And it said, here's the site of the next Broncos win. <laughs> and, like, you talk about a video yeah. that did not age well. No, <laughs> no. And it was a rough weekend for Colorado sports, for sure, with what oh, we saw. Yeah. <laughs> I sent my friend, my friend who's from Denver, and she's a big-time Broncos fan, and she likes the Buffs, too. I sent her a meme that was like the loss for, to Oregon. You know, Oregon's defeat over Colorado was the largest lost this the state of Colorado had seen in the in 24 hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. how it worked, but yeah, and I was like, geez, like how how rough must it be to be, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, there's still yeah. people who are Air Force and Colorado State fans in that state, but geez, well, we, if you're a Buffs fan and a Broncos fan, it's rough, rough. rough weekend. Well, we'll see their big <laughs> game, the Dolphins, next week. They get the Bills, who bounce back. It started with, obviously, the win over your Raiders, but they beat the, the Commanders pretty bad. So they're back on track. And I think the two mm-hmm. things, look, this is a team that's at that point where it's about playoff success. I know the Jets aren't in the mix anymore, and it's going to be a showdown in the division with the Dolphins and some other teams. But the two things I like so far with the Bills, they look like they have a much better defense, and that's without Von Miller playing. And they are they are mm-hmm. starting to lean a little more on James Cook in the run game. So I think if you're looking at it from the big picture, those are signs of maybe a, a I don't want to say better team yet because they haven't proven that, but a team that's a little different and in a good way than last year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, Josh Allen is still you know Josh Allen. He looks you know still looks mm-hmm. pretty good. I mean, didn't have the greatest game through the air, you know, but he didn't really need to. You know, I mean, the defense obviously really stepped up when they had like four picks this game you know uh, and a grip of sacks in a what seven and a half nine sacks jeez yeah it's (laughs) it's crazy to think about that way i mean obviously if you do the pecking order of just you know we're in the afc now but like football it's going to start with the chiefs and work its way down you know, and what they, I, I mean, look, the, maybe. The, yeah, it does start with it. Well, it's know. almost like a process of elimination thing. Like until we see it right. Like, I mean, I, I mean, who, the only team that's really beaten the chiefs consistently the last couple of years has been the Bengals. And would you put a lot of stock into them right now? No, but mm. if the Steelers defense keeps playing the way they are, I, I would just, definitely, I, yeah, I, I would I just, definitely, and I'm not in the mix for I sure. Mean, I, mean, I mean, their offense is the, definitely yeah, the well, question mark. I'm going to throw my boys in the mix unbiasedly. I think the Browns, I mean, I know it was against Tannehill and the Titans, and they're not, you know, maybe Henry's looking a little old in, in age. But, you know, defensively, I think it's unquestioned the Browns have a top three to five unit, and that's putting it mildly in the NFL right now. I mean, what they can I, do on that side of the ball is, is remarkable. It's going to come down to replacing Nick Chubb and, you know, can Deshaun yeah. play well? You know, he start, yeah. He played his first great game, good to great game, as a Browns quarterback. And I, and this is where I kind of draw the line at the Steelers because to beat a team like Kansas City, I just think you're going to have to score. <laughs> now, you know, mm-hmm. maybe not. You know, yeah, your, your defense can, can hold the Chiefs offense to what, like 27? Do you trust the Steelers <laughs> to get 30 in a playoff game? No. And I know Joe Burrow can do it if they get there, and I know Josh Allen can do it. I wouldn't even say yeah. I know the Browns can do it. I would say the Dolphins probably can't, but... That's where I think yeah. the Steelers offensively. Now, yeah, they're, they're coached so well, and they're going to probably win 9 to 10 games and sneak into the playoffs. But I think offensively, and it's not just 
you know, Pickett, obviously, but Matt Canada doesn't really have rave reviews over there. So that's my, my question yeah. with the Steelers. You know, and I will say this about your Browns. I read a really interesting stat that they've had, what was it, something like 85-something drives on, on defense so far this year, and they've only given up one touchdown. Uh, yeah, so they're no, they're good, and they, they gave up negative seven yards in the fourth yeah. quarter against the Steelers, and they lost that game. So, you know. <laughs> well, the, that, but that was, yeah, know. that was you know, Still offensive turnovers that turned into touchdowns. That, that was, wasn't, you know, you know. That was like watching my own funeral, getting all <laughs> psyched up for a Monday night game. And then when Chubb got hurt, and they, you know, and then they yeah. should, and then they, you know, they said we're not going to show it, and then you just heard the groan in the crowd. That was literally like just sitting there like a zombie for two quarters because you still wanted to win, but in the back of your mind, you're like, what the heck just happened? You know, it was like very, Dude, you know, very, I, very, you know, traumatic. I saw a slow-mo like zoomed yeah, in oh, yeah. shot yeah. of that injury, yeah. and I hate to say it, but it was very reminiscent of Joe Theismann. It was Willis McGahee, but, but I will say too, you know, they yeah. say it's just a destroyed MCL, and the other ones are pretty good, luckily so. We'll see. I mean, look, obviously not this year, but... The backfield yeah. is going to be Ford, and uh, you know the the Ford is going to be the guy with Hunt, basically in the same role last year. I think the Browns are set yeah. up pretty well, and I think every other team in that division has vulnerabilities too, just as the Browns do. You know, the Ravens lost to the Colts and Gardner Minshew, um, but the Ravens kind of do this, right, Chris? Like they just have games yeah. where they're just not clicking, and you know they're just a little off, and you know they have the Browns coming up, so maybe there's the look ahead. But this isn't an out of the ordinary loss by the Ravens. They mix a few clunkers in there. Yeah, but I mean, look, there's no no disrespect in losing to Gardner Minshew. I mean, it's just kind of what he does. Yeah, you know? he's just he's just doing what Colts he does. Are, he comes Colts in. are a little frisky. <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, he does. He comes in, plays well. He just and comes that, in and wins games. How about that stat? Matt Gay, first kicker in NFL history, four fifty plus yarders in the game. That's uh, hmm. that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, and they were all clutch too. I mean, down the stretch, it was yeah. like tie it, win it. I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, they're up yeah. there. I, I do think, I mean, you mentioned the Bengals, Chris. I, I think that, you know, full marks to Joe Burrow for playing and gutting it out, you know, because they had to win that game. And I know, you know, rest would have yeah. been the better option. And, you know, people can nitpick what happened in the lead up and should he have even played week one. But the fact is you're 0-2 and you know he wants to be out there. And you know if they're 0-3, they're pretty much done in that loaded conference. So he did yeah. what he had to oh, do. Yeah. wasn't their best, but they just needed they just needed a W at this point. Yeah, good on them for uh, getting out there for sure. Uh, I know a lot of people had them written off uh, going to this game, but uh, not a not a, not a terrible game. I mean, no. two fifty nine in the air, no TDs, but that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, defense again played pretty pretty darn well. Against, <laughs> well that's yeah, you know. and that's the NFL you know, too. Is like you get to these points where okay, you know, our defense is kind of pushing around. You know, the offense, the Rams couldn't get anything going. We yeah. don't need to do anything stupid, <laughs> you know. Let's just grind this one out, and win ugly. You know, we kind of saw yeah. that a little bit with the Eagles uh, in that same game, where I mean, they they did obviously more, but offensively they yeah. weren't really going to risk the big play and the turnover because Tampa's offense could do nothing against Philly. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tampa. I think you know, Tampa looked like like I think more the team like people were expecting yeah, them to Baker look like than. Like than yeah, I mean, they definitely didn't they didn't look like the the undefeated Tampa Bay. I mean, Baker Mayfield, yeah, he just kind of went out and had a Baker kind of day, you know, one forty six TD and a pick. I mean, they beat yeah. two they beat two zero and three teams. Like, I, I mean, I know 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we did yeah. two and zero is always a misleading. You know, let's start out and see. It's the schedule. It's some other things. Um, but sure. no, before we get to the NFC, I did want to you know brush up here on the AFC. Chris Miller on the Money Mitch Effect talking NFL football. There's still some you know things to kind of go over in this division in these division races. And I mentioned you know the Chiefs. I mean, it's it's unfortunate that. Taylor Swift distracted from such quality football on the field that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard they, they. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch, but but I heard that they just cut to her every single time the Chiefs scored a touchdown, as if she was the offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first time football fan too, judging by the claps and everything. But no, yeah, I mean it's uh, you look. Know, they're they're another team that you know we'll see how we'll we'll see what happens. The division race with the Chiefs is going to be fascinating. I know they have Chris Jones back. The Broncos yeah. look like the Broncos look like a disaster. Obviously, not optimistic based on your words about the Raiders and the Chargers. I mean, that was a game that they almost flew again. They're one and two. They they had to have that win and they got it. But they'll have no Mike Williams anymore. So you know it's it's the same kind of the same stuff with the Chargers where they're a dangerous team, but. Just can't win a lot of these close games, though they did win this past one. Yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, I don't know. What it, I, I, the Chargers on paper should be one of the best teams in the NFL. Period. Like, I mean, they've they've got such like great talent. Justin Herbert, you know, is easily I would put him top five quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, obviously, you know, not having Eckler, you know, hurts. Uh, Mike Williams getting injured, you know, sucks. But when he was in, 121 yards on seven catches, you know, he's a beast. But defensively and offensively, this is a team that should be performing a lot better. I mean, they've got way too many good pieces on this team to to be playing as as bad as they do. And, again, you know, I think they have sort of the same issue with the Raiders. I think a lot of it goes back to coaching. Yeah, it's uh, and going for it on fourth and one at your own twenty was interesting up four, but it's more probably the fact that it was a fullback dive, right? I think I think if Herbert would have thrown and been incomplete, he wouldn't have got the same flack there. But they win, they yeah. move on. Before we get to the NFC, though, Chris, I did want to bring up you know everyone was talking about it's like whoever has a big game, it's you know the big debate of who is the best defensive player in the league. And I know Aaron Donald's a little older and probably not in the the quick discussion right now. But I do think mm-hmm. it's a group of four. Like I, I don't. If you're going to tell me it's Mika Parsons, Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, or T.J. Watt, I'm not going to argue. I just don't know that any one of them separates themselves from that all-world class, you know, group of four. Ooh, God. I mean, if those are the four that we're going with, I mean, first off, I would, and I know I'm biased, I would put Max Crosby somewhere in that mix too. Okay, uh, you know, I mean, but, that's good. I, I know I, Max is up there for sure. Um, he's not top four, but he's easily top ten if, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I still think Mika Parsons is okay. probably hands down the best defensive player. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I, hands down's where I draw the line because I watch Miles Garrett and I watch the Titans get a delay game because they couldn't get set, bringing two guys over to block him. And then I see, that's true. You know, I see what yeah. T.J. Watt does and Bosa's sack totals and what he does. It's just I, I, I think I would begrudgingly say Parsons because the versatility that he has. I think he's yeah. the answer, but you know, it's a fun discussion and all these guys are probably Hall of Fame players, so we'll enjoy watching them. I, I will say one of the things I love about Miles Garrett is not only is he just 
phenomenally Jacked. talented on defense. <laughs> yeah. But you watch him play, and you can just tell that he just enjoys himself being out there, regardless of the situation. He's just having fun, you know? Like, when he's doing, like, the crossover dribble to, like, mess up the offensive mm-hmm. line, you know? I mean, he just he just loves playing the game. Like, he always just looks like he's just the happiest guy, and at the same time, like, he's just one of the scariest defensive linemen in the league, you know? And, and that that's one of the things I love about just, just Miles Garrett. Like, it's just, he's just all around, just seems like a fun guy, and just he's killing it, and mm-hmm. yeah, good for him. Well, one of the guys in our group, Mika Parsons, his team suffered probably the worst loss in terms of blowing it against the team you're supposed to beat. This was what, just classic Cowboys, or was it classic Dak? I mean, I haven't figured out what this is, losing this Cardinals team. That is, admittedly, I was wrong. They're not in the cellar of the league, and you know they'll probably lose more games than they win, but they're actually well-coached and are fighting, but... How does Dallas lose this game, Chris, if they're a legit contender? Uh, you know, that is a very good question. And, I mean, I think it comes down to – I don't even know if I put this all on, on deck. Like, I don't think that's fully fair. I mean, the Tony Pollard had a pretty good game, but uh, – yeah, okay, you know what, it's probably that. <laughs> well, it's coaching, too. Like you said about the Raiders, they're not prepared. They're not, you know, they start the game off so poor, and the Cardinals just smash the ball down their throat, too. So, uh, But you're giving up Josh Dobbs' first win ever <laughs> as a starter. I mean, it's it's not a good game for the team. It's not good for, you know, building all the things, that, you know, you want to build as a contender looking so good early. But, you know, maybe there is something to be said, Chris, about how, and it's funny thinking this after the fact, but it was a step up potentially in competition with the Giants not looking so hot. The Jets, yeah. when Rodgers went down with Zach Wilson, who's easily the worst starting quarterback in the league if he still starts. And maybe the Cardinals yeah. were just a step up that they weren't kind of prepared for. Yeah, and I honestly, the crazy thing is I think losing Trayvon Diggs like, is a bigger bigger loss to that team than than people might think, you know, because their secondary is thin. And mm-hmm. he is such a yeah, young, a good, good talent, you know. And as good as their front seven is, you know, and they're, they're I think ultimately, I think once they sort of balance out not having Diggs back there and they kind of figure things out a little bit, this was sort of like their first, like, oh, crap, what do we do, right, without him, Gabe? Mm-hmm. Um, I think once they sort of, figure out that next man up what's going to work for them mm-hmm. i think this will sort of balance yeah. out but it was a big loss for them defensively i mean he was you know yeah. just good shut down corner i mean like awesome well, like yeah that, he's like shut down corner. he's a ball hawk and i i mean this kind of good and bad where you'll actually see him kind of get burned a little more than some of the top guys i mean like at all <laughs> but he is the best in the league at intercepting passes like he has been like and so that's where I think you miss him is like when you need a game changing turnover to to spark yeah. the momentum. Now you don't have that, so we'll see with Dallas. I mean, I guess the way the AFC works, Chris, and it can kind of segue into this, but I mean, it looks like a rematch is very possible of the NFC title game. I mean, Niners and Eagles to this point have separated themselves, I think, without question in the NFC. Oh God, yeah. I mean, I I can't think of a team currently in the NFC that's even close to their level. I mean, honestly. Um, 
Purdy's still Purdy's still playing well. I mean, they don't ask him to do as much, but man, so many fun. I'll say like weapons, toys, whatever you want to say on the Niners with C Mac and with Debo and Ayuk stepped up into a stud now. I mean, it's scary. Yeah. And then they get a lead, and then that defense, and they they sick the dogs on you, Bosa and Warner, and it's like good luck coming back. Right. Well, and you know, Purdy doesn't have to do much now. Granted. He did throw for 310 yards and two touchdowns this mm-hmm. game. So, he, But, again, it's against the Giants, so we kind mm-hmm. of have to asterisk that a little bit. But when you have McCaffrey, when you have Debo, when you have George Kittle, you've got so yeah. many so many weapons. And then, you know, on top of that, you've got, you know, the be- you know easily the best defense in the league, if, or at least top three defense in the league. Uh, to back you up, I mean, yeah. that definitely makes a quarterback's job easier. I think he's able to just go out there and just fire away. Because honestly, worst case scenario, if he messes up, the defense is has got his back, and they're going to get the ball back for him pretty quickly, regardless of what happens on the field. It's an amazing thing to watch. The Eagles are, are right there with them, though, and you know that Hurts is still playing well. They've got you mm-hmm. know Swift now. DeAndre Swift, that running back, is just remarkable to have him. And, you know, the the defense there, they draft Jalen Carter. They have all those Georgia Bulldogs, and they're all all beasts. So um, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see and then who steps up, especially like in that NFC North and that I have my eye on because Jordan Love doesn't look too bad. And, you know, they steal mm-hmm. that game against the Saints. Packers, I mean, the Vikings, I wouldn't completely write them off just because I don't know how many wins is going to actually win the NFC North. But... Right. You know, the Lions, too. I mean, the Lions bouncing back after a loss to get to 2-1. and one. NFC North could be pretty funny and uh, pretty interesting, but it would be fitting if the Packers just had another, you know, elite all-pro guy at QB. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, that's it, kind of what happens now with the Packers, yeah. right? Your elite quarterback goes to New York, uh, goes <laughs> to the Jets, and the next guy steps up and becomes elite. Yeah. You know, and then that guy goes to the Jets, and the next guy steps up and becomes elite. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the Jordan love story to be honest, you know, I, I, I love watching him, uh, succeed right now. Uh, he's a Utah state boy, you know, so I, I love that because mm-hmm. my wife's from Utah. So, okay. uh, we're, we're more youth fans than Aggies, but that's okay. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let it slide. Okay. Um, right. I'll let it slide, but still like seeing someone come from, you know, a non- major conference school like that. I mean, Utah State's one of those schools that most people just kind of write off, and, you know, he's playing great. And I, I feel like he's doing it despite the fact that I feel like Aaron Rodgers wasn't much of a mentor to him. At least that's the Actually, sense I get, right? Uh, well, that's not, that's not what's being reported. I mean, it, okay. unless is that Rodgers always was, you know, he was obviously more pissed at the all pissed at the front office, but he did yeah. right by him, and they still have a pretty good relationship, and you know. Well, that's good. Yeah, so there is there is that at least, and that's probably why the that's probably exactly what the Bears don't want to hear. As the great this guy actually <laughs> taught him some stuff. Um, and I was just gonna say, yeah. you know, if you're you know you have the family ties with your wife and everything, uh, Puka then's got to be a guy. Yeah, of course. You know, you, you know, you know, went back to BYU and really made it happen for him there in a in a Provo Utah kid. So uh, Utah yeah, takeover. Yeah, no, BYU is. That's a little different story. Right, but that's he was, more the major. That's yeah. more the major U rivalry in okay. BYU as opposed okay. to Utah State. Okay. You know, but uh, but still, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
it's still fun to see. Yeah, see these these Utah boys. You know, before we uh, yeah, before we wrap up here and we you know look at this this week's big games, I had a couple of quick ones for you. First, you know, in the Ohio State yeah. theme from before, C.J. Stroud man has looked really good. He's been the best rookie QB by far. He had mm-hmm. over 900 yards in three games, which is I think third all time behind Cam Newton and uh, somebody else I can't think of right now, but uh, but ahead of Mahomes. So he's been looking pretty good. So Stroud might be, you know, a frisky Texans team with a good coach and Amico Ryan's could be one to watch. Yeah, and I think what Stroud's still get to throw a pick this season too, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not so not only is he playing playing good football, he's playing smart football, which is which is great to see from a young quarterback. Herbert, yeah. You know, I mean Newton and Herbert were uh, the only two that have had more in three games, the first three games. So yeah, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting to see. Yeah. Um, the uh, other, yeah, the, the Texans, yeah, especially in a very weak AFC South. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a very good chance. I mean, I was expecting way more out of the Jaguars mm. Uh, mm. this year than we've seen. But maybe they were but, just yeah. that team that just got hot at the end of last year. I don't know. You know, and if they don't, uh, if the Chargers don't blow yeah. that playoff game, we're coming into this year with a totally different, uh, <laughs> you know, thought process on what the Jaguars are and what they could do. Yeah, yeah, I. I Agree with you on some point. I mean, but Trevor Lawrence got hot towards the end, mm-hmm. the end of last season too. I mean, he he started to pick it up, and now I feel like he's kind of regressed a little bit. I don't I don't know. Like he's he's not he's not last year's Trevor Lawrence right now. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, but yeah, the Texans. You know, they played well. C.J. Stroud. You know, good for him, man. I love seeing the the rookie QBs killing it and. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could be sneaky. Like I said, like the AFC South is probably, I would say, the weakest division in football right now, if not the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they definitely have a good chance of, uh, of getting in there for sure. Well, let's look at it. This week's game, some good ones. You know, Jags are in London against the Falcons. Don't know what to expect in that one. The uh, London Jaguars probably pull that one out. But it starts with Thursday, Packers-Lions, which is a fun one. Uh, yeah. Other ones, obviously. I mean, look, Browns, Ravens. This is a big one for my Browns. A two and one matchup between both these teams at home. Can mm-hmm. the Browns win this game? I think you know it's going to come down to can that defense bottle up Lamar Jackson. Easier said than done. The other one that I, we got to talk about early is, of course, Bills Dolphins. And the Bills' favorite over the Dolphins at home. It's only like two points. I think it's moving, but Dolphins score seventy. They're underdogs, but that game should be a barn burner as well. Yeah, I would definitely, if I'm going to watch one football game this week, um, it would probably be Dolphins-Bills, you know. As much as I would love to watch, you know, Raiders-Chargers, like, I just, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to watch it anyway. Yeah. I'm going to be disappointed the entire time, I'm yeah. sure. Like, the Chargers are actually going to look like a playoff team because that's what the Raiders do. They make, you know, teams look good. But Bills-Dolphins, <laughs> for sure. And, you know, I mean, Browns-Ravens is going to be a fun one. And I I definitely, I think your Browns pulled that one out. Mm. I think the defense is legit. I think Miles Garrett is uh, definitely making a statement towards Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, And, uh, you know, I see them them winning this one at home. That would be very lovely, obviously. Uh, Primetime, not exactly ideal with Jets-Chiefs. Obviously, the schedule makers were expecting somebody other than Zach Wilson there. And, of course, Giants, oh, Seahawks on Monday. But, um, no, and then, of course, I mean, the game the, the game of the week has to be Broncos-Bears, right? 
Yeah, well, the fact that was it the Broncos are favored to win that game. Yeah, yeah. Like, like how bad are the Bears? I, that's pretty I, bad. That's pretty I bad. Mean, and that's and that's actually Chris going to segue into my last topic I had for you because I know you don't realize this yet, but um, there's been some carnage in my NFL Survivor pool. Shout out to uh, our friend, our mutual friend Heather Pink for putting that together. But I'm still oh, yeah. in it. I'm one of 18 entries left. There was over 80. Whew. We're down to 18 going into week four. Luckily, and, wow. it's, and it's the one-and-done rule. So one of the things I've learned is you can't even look ahead to the future. You just got to take some sure things when you get it. I was on the Chiefs last week. A lot of people were on the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Jaguars. And eh, see you later. So, wow. so we are down yeah. to 18. And without being able to pick the Chiefs again, which would be nice, there's some interesting developments going on in this league right now. So I'm going to put the four over to you. Obviously, you know, can't pick the Chiefs, can't pick nope. the, wouldn't pick the Ravens anyway, or the mm-hmm. uh, or the Bills. Those are the other two teams burned. How would you play okay. it this week? Oh boy, uh, Niners or the Cardinals? Yeah, that's see, that's good, okay. That's the big thing, and that's when I just said I'm going to pro. The only reason not to do that is to do everything I said I wouldn't do, and that's try to save them later. Which is, oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know, okay. which is Eagles too, but you know, Eagles Commanders. They did lose the Commanders at home last year, but Eagles. You know, it's a division game. Both those games are division games. I think the Eagles schedule, you know, does open up a little bit. It's a little easier in the short term, so that would be another one to look. If I really wanted to be a gambler, Chris, and I really wanted to just you know in, inject myself with something, would you yeah. take the Broncos over the Bears? <laughs> yes. Um, begrudgingly, but yes. Or you know what? Like you know, roll the dice. Take the take the Seahawks over the Giants. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty good pick. Uh, even though the even though the Giants are at home. Mm. Um. Okay. So you said you don't want to take the Niners because I'm pretty sure the no. I mean that's that's the default pick, right? Like that's unless I feel good about something else. But obviously, you know, the bounce-back theory is Cowboys, which is how I got Bill's Raiders that week that you guys played them. But I just don't know if I trust the Cowboys versus Bill. Like, if he's got something cooked up, Belichick scares me in that one. I say you just, like, let's just just get crazy. Let's say Colts (laughs) over the Rams at home. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) I don't even know who the quarterback is. Yeah, so something I have to think about. I mean, you definitely don't want to pick a London game. Uh, or, uh, for me, the yeah. Thursday night game. So, yeah, there's something to think about. If I go Niners, though, I'll have less aces in the hole down the stretch. But, you know, sometimes you got to remind yourself it's survive in advance. And then I would, honestly, if that's if that's the case, I would probably go, unless you're playing on saving them, Chargers over the Raiders. Oh, really? Um, wow. I see. <laughs> picking the Chargers in the survivor pool, it's like you, should, you deserve everything that comes your way. <laughs> fair enough. I just, and look, I... I guess it's true though. If we is Jimmy G playing, maybe. Mm, then I don't know if I would. But if it's the if it's Hoyer, I think I might. But I mean, no, it wouldn't be Hoyer. If it's if if Jimmy G is not playing, it's going to be Aiden O'Connell. At least okay. it better be. Okay. If 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 Hoyer's playing, <laughs> then for God's sakes, please pick the Chargers because there's no okay, way I watched. I'll him. drive to Vegas too. <laughs> I I watched him. I went to a Rams Raiders preseason game, and I mean, and I want to root for Brian Hoyer. He he's always he was yeah. such a great underdog story mm-hmm. for a little while, but his throws were. I mean, this was they were terrible. Yeah. I mean, he just looked 
awful. Okay. Remember I did preseason, but Aiden O'Connell, the drive or so that yeah. I saw him play, he looked great. I mean, honestly, yeah. uh, he he could be could be one of the best draft steals okay. uh, hmm. if the Raiders play their cards right because he's he's got the tools. Okay. He's got a great arm. Uh, okay. You know. Well, then let's but, see it. Let's yeah, see it. I want to see him. I, I just look nothing against Jimmy G, mm-hmm. but just just put Aiden O'Connell yeah. at this point. You know. Well, I'll take a look and see. This was very helpful. Uh, Chris Miller, you've been great here on the Money Mitch Effect. Last thing, do we have a team we can do a mascot bet with? <laughs> oh, like who's who's not going to make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that would be fair, right? You can pick an 0-3 or a 1-2 team to not make the playoffs. Oh god! Well, the Raiders aren't making the playoffs. Did I say that? Um, you can do. I mean, if you you could do. You could do. I mean, I guess what like Vikings write them off, but if you if they make the playoffs and they have a run, you got to dress up like that old mascot. Oh god! You know what I'm talking about. I think I. I think I. I think I still owe you for picking the Giants not to make the playoffs last year. Yeah, I still owe you definitely on that one. We do. Gotta, we they gotta... won a game. I mean, yeah, we could figure yeah. out paying that off, or we can figure out, you know, a double or nothing, but you have to be more than just mascot. But we have time okay. to think about that. Fair but, enough. Um, you know. I mean, the Jets aren't making the playoffs. Come well, on. That's, I mean, I don't think I would allow that one. If, if, you say, if you say Jets, you'd have to really do something. You'd have to, like, you'd have to go shirtless next to Fireman Ed. In an actual play, that's how ridiculous that theory even is. Like, there's no way. I would have to go to the, <laughs> to New Jersey and watch the game, like shirtless in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say yes. There's no, there's no risk to saying yes there. Zero percent. If the if the Jets make the playoffs, I would a hundred percent go to New Jersey topless and watch the game. I would probably die. <laughs> yeah, but hey, so so a lot coach. of other Jets fans for seeing this happen. But, but we can figure but, this one out I mean, for sure. Come on, yeah, yeah. like we'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's gonna uh, be it's gonna be epic, man. But we'll, we can we have time to workshop this. There's still time, so we'll figure something yeah. out here. We'll figure something out. But, Chris, always a pleasure talking football. Thanks for – we'll do it yeah, again man. for sure. Thanks for coming on the Money Mitch Effect. Always a good time, man. Always a good time. That was Chris Miller. This was the Money Mitch Effect. We're on all your podcast platforms, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, SoundCloud. Check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21. We're back next week. More football talk as we get into October. Thank you for listening. For Chris Miller, my name is Mitch Michaels. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Keep enjoying sports.